Bop, bop, bop. And right. I am recording. Are you recording? I am also recording. Fantastic. Right. So, uh, so, 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 why, why Topeka? I don't, I don't think I've uh, listened to enough episodes to know why uh, Topeka is such a big thing. Oh, okay. So, first of all, my podcast is mostly a history podcast. But the reason I like yeah. Topeka Patacone, a couple of years ago, my wife and I started watching Bollywood films. We got hooked after seeing Baku Bali One and Baku Bali Two on Netflix. And Topeka Patacone is kind of one of their biggest stars. Okay. Like, uh, she normally stars in uh, historical romances and romantic comedies, and then the occasional action film. Oh, so um, she's the Julia Roberts of it, of Bollywood. Yeah, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. Much younger, or, though. And, yeah, yeah uh, I was going to say, wait, actually, who's the Jennifer Lawrence? No, she's not a lot of rom-coms. Who's in rom-coms nowadays? <laughs> I don't know. I Catherine thinking, Heigl? Uh, back in the day, she'd be, uh, what's her name? Rachel. Jennifer Aniston. Je- the Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe like uh, an Amelia Clark. She might be more of an Amelia Clark because she does uh, romances. That's right. She was. She's she does romances, theater, but she mostly does like big historical romances. So the three films that I saw with her were um, Bajiram Mastani, Ram Leela, which is like a... Indian Romeo and Juliet, mm. and Padmavat, which is based on a historical uh, Ra- Rajput princess. Nice. And then she was handed this script for Triple X Return <laughs> of Xander Cage and was like, you know what? I can't pass this up. This Actually, would be like passing on the Matrix. That's interesting. We'll get into it when we uh, talk a little bit more about her. But okay. this is actually not the first Vin Diesel film she was offered a role for. Oh, <laughs> ooh! All right. Save it for fun yeah, facts. Save for fun, fun facts. facts they're fun yeah. Fun facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Theme music. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies, it's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. that controls every military satellite in the world has fallen into the hands of four very dangerous guys. We need someone who can move like them. Fight like them. It's time to be a patriot. There are no more patriots, just rebels and tyrants. So which are you? I'm Triple X. Introduce you to your ground team. All right, here comes Red Bull's poster child. I'm not gonna have clowns watch my back. Who would you trust? The good, the extreme, and the completely insane. What you want? I got what you need. Now that's a team I can work with. You actually know what you're doing down there. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> wow. These ghosts of yours are the real kind of trouble. You have no idea what you're up against. Whatever it is you're looking for, you're going to come up short. 
Does this mean you're not making me breakfast in the morning? We're willing to die to keep the world safe. How about you? I live for this. I guess we're on the same team now. You ready to have some fun? What you want, I got what you need. I go low. I'm Steve. And I am disappointed. <laughs> and this is <laughs> Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Fuck tonight. <laughs> Apparently we've struck a nerve with this movie. Oh. Uh, we're, we're talking about 2017's Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Now see, I thought State of the Union was bad. What? No. <laughs> but I was wrong. <laughs> But we're not alone in our misery. We are not alone. We have Ben from the Kanakanamicon joining us. Welcome, Ben. Hello. The we're... saving grace in this night. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps he can explain this wonderful movie to us because... Uh, I'm sorry, this what now? This, this flaming this, dumpster fire? No, this glorious piece of Vin Diesel oeuvre. <laughs> I'm just realizing I don't like Vin Diesel. Yeah, no, if you don't like Vin Diesel, you will hate this movie. This is a Vin Diesel movie. I love Vin Diesel movies, so I'm totally okay with that. I do have some quibbles, but we'll get to that later. Wait, wait, wait. Does this movie maybe have some plot holes? Oh, I don't. Listen, if you're watching a Vin Diesel movie for the plot, you've made a grave <laughs> error. I know. I watched Find Me Guilty. Yeah. Oh my god. I've, I've watched the, the entire Pitch Black franchise. What, whatever the middle one was. I can't even remember uh, what it's called anymore. Chronicles, Chronicles of, Riddick. of Riddick? Yeah. I watched it and the animated one multiple times. Ooh. Excellent. It's like the, the Matrix and the... Um, Animatrix. Animatrix, that's yep. the other one. Yeah. Nice. But uh but we're talking instead. Triple X three. Um and this was brought up because uh Ben and I were chatting back and forth. Ben is a huge fan of Depica is it pa- Patacone? Depica Patacone. <laughs> and uh this was the only movie I knew she had been in because I don't follow Bollywood, so perhaps you can uh elaborate on her a bit. So, Depika started out as a model. She was actually born in Copenhagen. Her dad is a big hotshot in um, badminton. Yes, Ew. badminton. The one that rich people play. Oh, yes. With shuttlecocks <laughs> and whatnot, It was either badminton right? or tennis. I couldn't remember. I can't remember which. Um, one of the racquetball games. <laughs> yeah, the, the one with the shuttlecock and the long stick and the little racket. and Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> So she started out as a model, uh, and she's been working in Bollywood for quite some time now. And uh, she kind of got really onto the scene with uh, Ram Leela, which is Bollywood's uh, version of 
Romeo and Juliet about two warring arms dealing families. Uh, and she plays the, the heir of one of the two families. Um, and so she's normally in these kind of big epic romances and also romantic comedies because that's the kind of movie she prefers to watch. But she also doesn't want to be stuck in a particular role, according to some of her interviews. She doesn't want to be typecast like Jennifer Aniston or, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, honestly, on my first time... Yeah, Tim Curry. There we are. <laughs> on my first time watching this, I genuinely thought that this role might have been written for um, Priyanka Chopra, who is one of the Jonas Brothers' wives. Yeah. And uh, she's been on, I think, NCIS, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen her in a couple things. Yeah, the, so the I honestly thought so, yeah. <laughs> that this role was originally written for her. And then I just found out this is not the first Vin Diesel movie that Topeka Patacone specifically was offered a role in. Oh, was it one of the Riddicks? Furious 7. <laughs> oh, god damn, that movie Wait, too. Wait, was she supposed to be the Brazilian baby mama? I have mama? no idea what role she no. was offered. But apparently she was offered a role in Furious 7. So I kind of wonder if it was... She was too busy with her Bollywood stuff at the time. Because she's just been Ronda in a Rossi bunch maybe? of Sanjay Leela Bansali films. Which are like these huge, epic romances. Um, she's been in two in like the last ten years. And so I kind of think she was just too busy with you, those you know to what the take role on was? Western hmm. roles. Mr. Nobody. <laughs> and she was replaced by Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's it's the only one that makes sense. That's the one where they're in Dubai, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Is that Ronda Rousey's, Ronda Rousey's role? The, the, oh. <laughs> the, the, the assassin bodyguard? I mean, maybe. I was trying to think if there was like a... Yeah, that's really the only new girl, right? The, the, only... the new Gal Gadot? Yeah, I mean, it's the only new girl who's not suffering from amnesia or oh, is dead. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, that got maniacal for a bit. But I'm, you know what? Before before we get into triple X, though, we are too Ooh, sober boy. to talk about this movie. No, no. Ben, do you have a, a beverage with you? I do. I have some Fishbone New Ooh. England IPA. So, a bit of history here. This is uh, from Alley Cat Breweries. Edmonton, well, Alberta for up until about five or six years ago, you couldn't open microbreweries in in Alberta. Um, You had to, in order to get a license to brew, you had to have a certain amount of production. And so we only had two craft beer companies in the entire province. One was Alley Cat here in Edmonton. And then down south in uh, Calgary was... um, I can't remember. It's not important. It's Calgary. They Wait, saw. it's not Calgary? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> it's not Calgary. Um, so Alley Cat's one of our oldest uh, craft breweries. We, it, you can now do my open microbreweries, so we have a, quite an influx, a kind of a renaissance nice. in craft brew in Alberta right now. But uh, this is one of our oldest craft brew companies. And so I've got the Fishbone New England IPA. It's a cloudy, Ooh, tropically wait. hoppy Ooh. catch of the day. <laughs> so, so it tastes like fish? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> With a mild salmon essence. Excellent. Like pop his top. Boop. Oh, his top. <laughs> oh, that battery's being a dingleberry. Sorry. Right. My, uh, Are you there? My, my battery 
is like broken and so my cord came slightly loose and my battery died (laughs) is he no put the laptop down no (laughs) is he smash (laughs) sorry about that my um battery is like broken and so if my cord comes out it just dies (laughs) no no problem my cord popped out there we go much better (laughs) hey baby you got a beverage for us are we recording again? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're recording everything, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we're good. All right. All right. Oh, and how's the, the fishbone? It is not nearly as cloudy as I've been led to believe, but Boom. it is quite good. It's sweet. And it's a bit juicy bitter. IPAs tend to be. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Maybe you got a beverage over there? I do. From Wasatch Brewing here in Utah, we have our apricot hefeweizen. Beer with natural apricot flavoring. This smooth and unfiltered fruited hefeweizen has a beautiful apricot nose and refreshing, slightly tart finish. The bounty of the orchard is now portable. Eight, or sorry, 4.8% alcohol by volume. Nice. Thank God they changed that law. Right? No longer 3.2. I'm going to pop my top. <laughs> oh, my top. Right. And the four. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a beautiful, lightly cloudy beard. It's uh, light gold. It's got an off-white foamy head. It smells Ooh. like apricots. Yep, sure does. It just smells like apricot juice. Steve's gone in for the sip. It's like drinking apricot jam that's fermented. No. Um, it's actually quite yeah. dry. Yeah, pretty dry. Uh, yeah, it's got a little the, uh, yeah, very juicy, like salivating. It, like nothing, nothing yeah, good. it's got a lot of the apricot aromatics, but it's not an overly sweet beer. Yeah, it's a good, delicious little Hefeweizen. I highly recommend it. Yeah, Wasatch Brewing. You could definitely drink I, it all I day. love Hefeweizens. <laughs> yeah, they're good stuff. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, as far as like the all-day drinking kind of beers, they're... Good, full body, nice, well-rounded usually. But they're not so heavy, they make you feel all bloated. Yeah. Yeah. Until you get to like 5,000 of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. From director DJ Caruso. Who's he, Steve? DJ Caruso. Uh, Well, he's been close to being on the podcast before. Uh, he made the movie Taking Lives, you know, the Angelina Jolie one. Oh, yeah, that's not a great movie. Yeah, Two for the Money, speaking of <laughs> rom-coms involving bounty hunters, <laughs> Catherine Heigl. My favorite rom-com involving bounty hunters is still Gross Point Blank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a genre, Steve. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, he also did uh, Disturbia, that uh, Shia LaBeouf oh, rear window kind of movie. I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember it being okay, but mm. I'm afraid to revisit I, I, it now. I can't do home invasion movies. <laughs> <laughs> do uh, they feel too invasive? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you then follow that up with the other the Shia LaBeouf action thriller Eagle Eye. We all remember that one, right? He really likes himself some Shia LaBeouf. I used to have a like old school vi- like search and find video game called Eagle Eye. Ooh. <laughs> like when I was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he, he also did the, um, I don't know, tween age superhero novelization turned to a movie called I Am Number Four. You all remember that one, right? Oh. Who's that, Steve? <laughs> I remember Alex Pettifer, I think, was the star of that one. But, There's uh, a pedophile in that one? 
Yeah. Uh, he did do something we liked. Oh, yeah? Tin Man. The Ooh, TV. Yeah. TV I remember I like that. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> he also did something we did not care for. The Disappointments Room. Mm. We, we uh, discussed that in the live stream for The Cure a couple years ago. <laughs> it is a horror movie exactly like I would have written where nothing happens. It's a disappointment. <laughs> Starring Kate Beckinsale. It, it told us already. But then he came roaring back with this movie. Current projects he's working on. Triple X 4. No! Yeah. Yeah. Topeka's back in that one, by the way. Oh, of course. Uh, I was wondering if they were gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's also rumored for a movie called G.I. Joe Ever Vigilant. Oh, oh god damn it, they're gonna keep G. going Joe with movies. that? Yep. <laughs> and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh no, I almost yeah. want to see that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys take a look at the cinematographer Russell Carpenter? No. Who's he? Who's he? He's worked on the Titanic, Ant-Man, what? and True Lies, and current oh, projects oh, wow. include the two Avatar sequels that are coming up. Oh, he's one of Jimmy Cameron's boys. Nice. Yeah. And and I will say, the cinematography wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a decent looking film. <laughs> yeah, it's not a whole bunch of shaky cam, which is like one of my big pet peeves with a lot of these like extreme mm. action movies. Is it's just like, hey, we gave the camera to somebody with Parkinson's! Well, well I, I think with those movies, they're looking for an element of realism. <laughs> and so th- that, was, that was nowhere to be found in those movies. No. Yeah, that's a saving grace. <laughs> oh, so I thought you might like this. Uh, the characters of this movie are by Rich Wilkes. He is also responsible for the characters in movies such as Airheads, Jerky Boys, Beer Money. Isn't that the Toby Keith one? I have no uh, idea. Triple uh, X, of course. And The Dirt, the Motley Crue Netflix movie. Mm. Oh, because that yeah. must just be a thrilling film. <laughs> this but definitely... He... This definitely has the feeling of a movie written, directed, and starring somebody who listens to jock rock. (laughs) Steve? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Steve is somebody who has a wide collection of jock rock. Absolutely. (laughs) And jock rock. Gary Glitter all day. Wait. (laughs) Uh, and, And, okay, so on that note, the writer of this specific movie, mm-hmm. F. Scott Frazier, I, I thought I had to share this. Um, his IMDb credits. <laughs> no, no. He is uh, nothing to do with movies <laughs> besides this. Uh, he is, was quality assurance for video games like Fairly Odd Parents Breaking the Rules, oh, Hot no. Wheels Stunt Track Challenge, uh, yeah, Stunt Track <laughs> Challenge, and Tetris Evolution. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but then he also wrote uh, a movie no one's heard about called Number Station, uh, Collide, and then this. And so now he's bringing the worlds together with his next project. Apparently it's the announced Gear of Wars movie. Oh, Ge- Gears boy. of War. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another movie that is likely that... going to at least have an homage to living human action figure Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> oh, I would think so. He's probably got to be the sergeant or something, right? Big, large, strong, like... burly, bald man. 
I feel like my strong opinions toward this movie are becoming more and more justified. But babe, that's that's just behind the camera. Now, now before your eyes, we have the great Vin Diesel. Uh, mm, human Yen. action figure Vin Diesel. <laughs> now, see, I do like Donnie Yen. This is where I'm talking. Oh, yeah. Living icon, Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen, Eat Man. Yeah, Ip Man himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, also triple, in Rogue triple One. Also Triple X Ip Man. <laughs> Speaking of martial arts badasses, Tony Jaa. How Tony do I ja. not like a movie with Tony Jaa? John, you know what it is? He doesn't throw any elephants in this one. <laughs> you're, you're right, he doesn't. He dresses like Spider-Man and is not on screen 70, 90% of the time. He's got a blonde mohawk and he, you know, dances a little bit. He, he doesn't get to meet Tony John for until, like, there's, like, one scene at the end. Which, we will get to it, but seeing real martial artists doing their thing and kicking ass and taking names next to mediocre stunts makes those mediocre stunts look like they were being performed by children. I will not have you talk about Ruby Rose that way. <laughs> mm, I don't like her either. Yes, everybody's favorite Ruby Rose is also in this movie. My yeah. personality is that I'm disagreeable. I can't. Well, you're in the right the thing. movie. I like looking at Ruby Rose, but every character that's ever been written for her has just been utterly pointless. Yeah, she she's definitely got a niche. Yeah, yeah. It's that her hair is dyed and she's disagreeable. That's all she is, as far <laughs> as I can tell. I want her to prove me wrong. I want her to play a character where, like, I I just go, holy shit, she's my new favorite. But I just don't think it's gonna. Happen. So so you're not gonna be watching the. Uh... Batgirl TV series that she's in? Is that right? <laughs> I saw a clip of it where Batgirl and Batman were making out, but I'm pretty sure if we follow the timeline, I'm pretty... I don't know. That's just... Yeah. uh Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they cut that out because, yeah, I feel like... um Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to go. No. Well, <laughs> they probably changed it. Although, Flash does make you wonder. Well, of course, there's also Academy Award nominee Tony Collette, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, Tony Gonzalez, Neymar Jr. for some reason because soccer, uh, Chris Wu because everyone loves K-pop. On uh, Neymar, spoiler alert, he's not around long. <laughs> uh, yeah. So on that note, we start off with credits on a satellite. Yeah, that means whatever. But then like, once the stars have been it in up a... stylistically or else it's not a 2019 film. True. If it's not over stylized, then it's just, what are you even doing? Well, I thought it was also amazing. Like they went through this incredible star studded cast and then <laughs> it immediately goes crashing towards earth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah, then we transport to, uh, I, I don't even know where, uh, Sam Jackson's ordering Chinese food oh. and talking to soccer superstar they're, Neymar. No, they're he's at talking a diner, to the yeah. camera for like the oh. first seven minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you Just, watch the first movie, this is the same diner where Vin Diesel, Triple X, Andrew Cage, whatever, gets his first tryout as a member of the Triple X thing. Oh, is it the same one? Yeah, it's been forever since I've seen the original. I rewatched <laughs> it with my wife because she saw like bits of this one, and she's like, "We need to see the rest of these." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're but we're also introduced to the uh, the wonderful biography pop ups that come up for every character in this movie. <laughs> yeah, which they <laughs> they're, don't they're bring not all back winners. for a long time after this scene. 
It's like a <laughs> solid 20 minutes before we actually see another one of those. Well, we don't we don't need it for Triple X. Everybody knows he's um He's, a, uh, he's Vin Diesel. Yeah, well, he's he's Vin Diesel, and he like skateboards and you know land skis and all that. But uh, but uh, sorry, I missed a very important part in between there. Uh, the satellite lands on Samuel L. Jackson, blowing him and Neymar up, thereby ruining Brazil's chance in the World Cup. <laughs> well, and it's a it's a deep blue sea flashback. That was the first exactly. thing that went to my mind. Right? As we just done our our first live show at a theater <laughs> featuring Deep Blue Sea, it was very much like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the thing they do with Sam Jackson now, I guess. <laughs> they had him for three days of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure they had Sam Sammy here for an afternoon for how much he's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right next door is uh, well, spoiler alert, right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh so yeah samuel L. jackson's been blowing up uh, what's his name gibbons augustus gibbons, gibbons. or something yeah, like augustus that. Gibbons. he's been uh blown up and then we start hearing a talk hearing about uh pandora's box which is this device that can control any satellite and did they even say anything like like all electronics or something like that all communications or something yeah, it's the macguffin and yeah. i'm pretty sure it's the exact same macguffin from fast and furious how 7. dare you talk about the god's eye is like that seven? it is nothing like pandora's <laughs> what, box what's the one with uh with uh oh god the gal from uh, deadpool who i don't i'm not real fond of either because her uh, oh zazzy beats, zazzy beats. <laughs> wait was she in fast seven what isn't she the hacker no, she's the hacker in Geostorm. She's just, oh, she's the hacker in Geostorm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting my ultimate weapons that live in the sky confused. How dare you talk about Dutch Boy in the same breath as God's Eye and Pandora's Box. <laughs> You're right. There's only one of them where the rock kicks a submarine. <laughs> I didn't even write down what Now the you're name getting your Fast and Furious <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> like, I have my notes here, and it's mostly like, hey, there's that actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look, there's Donnie Yen. He's doing parkour stuff, snatching Pandora's box. Giggity. Um, <laughs> oh, look, and there's Topeka. Oh, there's Tony Jaw. Thank God. Hopefully, he'll oh. do something badass. Can I just say no, my first quibble comes up mohawk. when Topeka shows up here? Oh, yeah, the little splits kick no, save yeah. at the door. They lightened her skin for this movie. Really? Yes. She's quite dark, and colorism is a big problem in India. So I was really uncomfortable for, like, a large chunk of this movie because they took the one brown character and lightened her skin. Hmm. I did <laughs> not know that. Like, you uh, don't even know what to do with that, do you? You know... It's it's kind of fitting because uh, there's a lot of blackface and Invisible Man movies, and we've done those the last month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't so, think I really even noticed the the reverse. I was so used to it going the other way. Uh, yeah, Invisible Man movies, they yeah. don't age well. It's 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 a little uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's not the goot hanging dong and hanging out with miners while what miners in the shower, it's Chevy Chase and blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's Kevin Bacon, like, groping people as they sleep. Oh, and I'm then, pretty oh, sure oh, he boy. raped and murdered a woman in oh, that movie, uh, at least how, in our version. How did you push it? Uh, how did you say it? She was slightly aggressive? He was, slightly he was, aggressive. Being, he was being relatively aggressive. Quite, quite aggressive? Quite maybe? aggressive. Yeah. Yes, I remember I was listening to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> that worked 
the other day. I was trying to move past the very uncomfortable point. Normally, yeah. your show is not one that I have to put on in the middle of the night to make sure that none of my coworkers overhear it. <laughs> <laughs> but this time I did. Normally, I save that for my dad wrote a porno. So, <laughs> hey, you, you were warned. We're explicit. <laughs> I mean, my show's explicit, but that's because I sometimes say "fuck" in an episode and don't remember to edit it out. Mostly uh, because I don't do the editing. My dad does. <laughs> nice. And oh, the so other thought that I had in this scene was, oh, hey, is that the lady from Burn After Reading? Oh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, oh, it's hereditary. <laughs> Luckily, she was in that next, and so everybody forgot she was in this movie. <laughs> oh, hereditary was awesome, but I don't want to digress, but I love that movie. Yeah, well, well, Tony Jollick says in the movie, thank God he actually does something kind of badass when he does the uh, cartwheeling through machine gun fire and then dropkick a guy off a motorcycle immediately to driving it. I mean... You practice that all day, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they get the Pandora's box and go off. And, and it's like, we just got robbed. We need to find people. We need to assemble a team of people that can think like these guys and attack like them. Hmm, if only we knew such a person. Oh, wait. Gibbons did. <laughs> yeah. Gibbons did. Okay, so this okay. was another big quibble. Tony Collette could not be any more obviously evil in this movie. Right? And so I was really confused. I was like, wait a second, is Topeka a bad guy? Now I'm sad, because I like Topeka. <laughs> and yes, I want Topeka to is her. a bad guy, but just because she is the uh, the antagonist, it well, I guess she's the antagonist, and our protagonists are, yeah, these guys, it doesn't necessarily mean she's the bad guy. It depends on which side of the coin we're on. Depends on which story yeah. you're telling. I don't mm -hmm. stand for anybody in suits. I'm like an eco-anarchist, socialist something or other, so I'm just not up for big government agencies that use acronyms to define themselves. Well, you know, somebody's terrorist is another person's freedom fire. <laughs> yeah, get rid of those French doors and put in some freedom doors. Yeah, that's right. Like, Eat some freedom fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I don't know. It was just very bizarre the way they, they bring Triple X into this. But, eh, whatever. Yeah. It literally could have been anyone. That. Yeah. <laughs> or, dare I say, someone very similar, maybe 20 to 25 years younger. Just throw that out there. I you, know. You have Navy SEALs! Get your Navy SEALs! <laughs> <laughs> At least three of them gotta be named James Bond. All right? <laughs> I've seen Casino Royale. I know what's up. All right, so... <laughs> So yeah, so we see Triple X, though, he's doing the land skiing and skateboarding through the jungle, and... I need uh, to get his tattoo artist number, because holy crap, no tattoo on Earth looks that shiny right off the bat. Well, well, they're brand new, aren't they? Like, I assume he was still, like, putting the gun butter on them, so that they, like, didn't, <laughs> didn't start getting all scabby. Well, this is the weirdest thing, because I look... I watched the, the original, and his tattoos look more like tattoos in the original than they do throughout the entirety of this movie. Well, you know, with HD quality, it really destroys a lot of classics. <laughs> <laughs> and whereas this one's like Blu-ray, 4K, Ultra, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I have a half-sleeve. It does not look nearly that good. So I want his artist's <laughs> number, Pronto. 
you can still see the uh, the stencils they had to use to get the tattoos on there, and they <laughs> forgot to peel it off on a couple scenes. <laughs> the Crayola starting to drip as he sweats. Okay. So so yeah, he's like being chased or something, or just trying to he's go somewhere fast. Up on like uh, power, mountain tower. <laughs> He flips the guys off and then skis through the jungle. And I believe my words to Steve were, I I really hope he just gets whacked in the head and this movie is over. Right. <laughs> he gets a George of the Jungle right into a tree. And then they bring in Jason Statham. Uh, yeah! Oh. I yeah. heard you need, I heard you need I mean, to Okay, no, you know what? I would love to watch Jason Statham knife fight a shark a second time. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would like Triple X Return of Xander Cage to turn into the reser- return of Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah! Sold! <laughs> Their but, romance can't be stopped! But maybe that's the twist in Triple X 4. Ooh, is this where Vin Diesel's going to win the rock back? Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds is going to come <laughs> I, in. No thanks, I Kevin just Hart. hope they give Topeka an actual speaking role in Triple X 4, because she may as well have been an extra in this. <laughs> she was there, and she did things, but she never had to act. <laughs> oh well she well she, to be fair, she did nobody, get to speak a little bit to be fair though. nobody acted in this movie yeah that's that's, <laughs> they, they that's all a very good like, point uh, vin diesel pretended to he was vin diesel i don't think vin diesel actually knows how to act except for like that one scene at the end of chronicles of riddick where like a tear's running down his cheek i think that's the most acting he's ever done in his entire career i don't know like mm-hmm. i said i've seen find me guilty I have yeah. <laughs> Maybe he saves the acting for oh, when he's got a oh, hairpiece on. You've not seen Find Me Guilty? I have not. It is a true story. Uh, yeah. cr- like a trial drama. Like, yeah. Um, where he's a mob, like uh, a Goomba, basically, who's on trial. And his lawyer is Peter Dinklage. Again, based on a true story. And basically, he's like, no, I'm guilty. I, I'm i taking the fall for all this uh, organized crime stuff. And, you know, he's taking the fall for, like, the big boss kind of thing. But mm. they're like, there's there's no possible way. And so he's basically trying to convince them, no, no, I'm guilty. It's all here. Then you can't accuse other people of it. It's, it's interesting. I'll put it that way. Huh. <laughs> yeah. But that's not I this might movie. I have to catch that. Uh, because... <laughs> Because after Triple X does all this so that everyone can watch soccer in this little island, Jungle Town, uh, he then goes straight to Pound Town with, you know, just some random girl who I think has one line. Yeah, yeah having rewatched the first movie, that's pretty par for the course. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we get to a settling down kind of guy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's Triple X. That's very true. <laughs> Oh, right. uh, so then, that was uh, my other guess... note, is uh, Xander Cage is an anarcho-socialist. Now I approve. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the next morning, he, uh, he, he sp- basically, he spots that he's uh, being framed up for something, being taken yep. in, fires off a machine gun full of blanks on a crowd of people. Yep. <laughs> Thank God Again, he really knew totally what he was doing. <laughs> ripped right out of the first movie, where when he's in the diner, he figures out that the whole thing's a setup and there's no bullets in the gun and starts aiming and shooting it at people and he knows it's not going to hurt anybody because, like he said, either the blanks are real or the body armor is. 
Well, then he's also like, oh, that girl ran on the bus. That doesn't leave for like another hour. I'm like, maybe she just wants to be on the bus out of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's like, yeah. oh, that, guy, that guy's really going to wear that shirt here. It's like 85 degrees. And it's like, maybe he just likes that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's as a guy a lot who of circumstantial wears long sleeves stuff. and jeans in the middle of like 30 degree weather in the summer. Yeah, I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel good. No, it makes, me feel uh, it, makes it so I'm not sunburnt. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And and honestly, the the setup in the first movie was way better because he notices this big, overweight woman working at the diner is wearing stiletto heels, and he's like, "No waitress at a diner would wear stiletto heels." Yeah, that made way more sense than anything he said in this scene. <laughs> well, they had to amp it up because he's more extreme. Oh, because it's. I guarantee you the original name of this movie was Triple X, Triple X. To the extreme. <laughs> to the triple extreme. Because it's the third one. Well, keep in mind, it was also written by, like, a game developer, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, ba- basically, uh, Tony Collette shows up. She's basically like, hey, we need you for a job. We got an elite team. Uh, you know, Pandora's box, blah, 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 blah. And so then he's like, okay. I'm going to go talk to this, uh, chi- I got to go to London and talk to this chick first. She's a ghost finder. So we go to Ainsley's place. She's, uh, she's friends with Zach Baggins. They go out looking for ghosts every weekend. No. <laughs> that would be a much better movie. That oh my God, be. I touched my butt, guys. My, my yeah. dad and my sister are huge fans of Zach Baggins. So. Yeah. Uh, or as yeah. we like to refer to him around here, Douche Baggins. <laughs> yet we've also seen every single episode oh, yeah. of ghost adventures several times yes we have aaron goodwin here a god <laughs> <laughs> don't let zach put you in that room alone we are trying desperately to get aaron on our show and absolutely not mention zach once <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know zach said this whole thing uh, don't talk about him sorry uh, who <laughs> this one of your friends anyway oh is he the guy who sips cocoa back at nerve center will you do all the work <laughs> him and billy hanging out <laughs> so yeah so they find the ghost finder uh and she's basically he, he's like coming on to her and she's basically like oh yeah that'd be nice but apparently i'm one of the spice girls because if you want to get with me you gotta get with six of my friends <laughs> gotta get with and my and of course six girls just kind of show up take him to a cabana and wear themselves well, out he's- Tres equis, one better than dos equis. Yes. <laughs> are, are you getting that weird feedback? <laughs> oh, okay, stop the thing. Um. <laughs> it sounded like a crump, grumpy pug on the other end there. You guys do realize this movie doesn't even pass the Bechtel test. Oh, and that's a very low bar. Trust me, this one is like more tasteful and like way less problematic than the first one, and it's not tasteful or pro. And it's (laughs) definitely problematic. (laughs) All right, so then we get uh, we go back. We see Topeka. She's talking to Donnie Yen. Basically, she's like, uh, "No one should have Pandora's box. We need to take it. uh, We need to take it, destroy it, or something." And Donnie's like, "Calm down. I got it all figured out. We're here in our." uh, our cool hangout island. Yeah, at this point, I figured out uh, Gibbons and Zedad, and my theory at this point was that he hired the other uh, these other guys. Yep. Oh, oh, we knew from the beginning they were like triple X, whatever. Or 
I don't know, like the the Cobra of Triple yeah, X. Yeah, well, like. <laughs> I kind of assumed that they were like either a reverse Triple X or like X Triple X, however that works, Quadruple X. <laughs> but at this point, I figured out Gibbons isn't dead. <laughs> and I yeah, assumed he yeah, was yeah. working with these guys. Oh, yeah. They, and then uh, we go back, Vin Diesel's on the uh, airplane. I assume it's the same airplane from Fate of the Furious, like the you... same set and everything. Uh, but instead of, like, Charlize Theron, it's Tony Collette up there because it's, like, the same old computer screens and, like, oh, yeah, we're surveilling the world from up here on all these screens. And, oh, yeah, this is your... It's almost like you we have the, the eye most of God. important part. He got his What's coat that? back. Oh, oh Jesus that Christ. That goddamn coat makes another fucking appearance. <laughs> God damn it. But, but here's the thing. That coat, completely covered in juice now. I am so sorry <laughs> that somebody skinned his grandmother's couch to make that. <laughs> Just, no, that's a that's a, a reminder from that time he knife fight. He got in a knife fight with a yak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who won the fight is the thing. No. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so we get some more introductions of uh, the tech geek. Uh, what's her name? Becky. Uh, oh, hey, it's a me- millennial. Hey. <laughs> um, and instantly, I want her to stop talking because <laughs> she's okay. like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you're triple X. Oh, oh, oh my god, I just, I just always uh, fantasize about you and blah blah blah." Oh, by the way, I think I just turned eighteen, and you're fifty three. <laughs> also her gratuitous cursing doesn't make her character doesn't help her character any she's a like kinsey they, they... kensington ripoff from saints row two three three saints row three and four. Oh, but they yeah. just did a bad job with it i don't know she's sure her, her character was just it it didn't uh it didn't make sense <laughs> i i, well, I, I, I... I was waiting for her, like, in the second act to, like, take her glasses off and let her pony tail out, and all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, she's a bombshell. I was like, yeah, of course she is. I mean, well, her. <laughs> she she had very, very... The reason why I compare her to Kinsey Kensington specifically, because this is just that type of character. Like, there's that girl in NCIS as well, who's this character, basically. Just mm. the kind of younger tech geek who has some sort of a twisted dark side, but in her case and in Kinsey's case, that twisted dark side is that they're into S&M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's just a pointless, asinine character that has nothing to offer that we haven't seen done better elsewhere. Uh, but, but we're also introduced to the uh, the ground team that's going to help Triple X take down these guys. SEAL Team 6, led by Captain Tony Gonzalez tight end of the kansas city chiefs and atlanta falcons <laughs> right no, nobody all right fine. But, <laughs> but apparently they don't care for triple x and he doesn't care for them so they discuss their issues and uh come to a resolution in a nice compromising way nope wait hold on i just saw the trailer uh he ties a parachute to their backs and launches them out the back of a plane possibly killing them or at least dropping them into the ocean roll credits Again, reference to the first movie where they do that to him. Oh, that's right, they do do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, do it to them before they do it to me, family. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that is the motto of my family, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's a different note my family crest was made of styrofoam true story (laughs) 
<laughs> the world is not enough. Hold family member. Right? Uh, ben Triple X says, hey, I got to make my own team of, you know, one-liner spitting badasses. Uh, yep. So we, we meet Sniper Ruby Rose. Uh, yeah. Babe, what, what what is uh, Ruby Rose doing when we're introduced to her? I did like that she was uh, she was shooting uh, poachers and then letting lions eat them. <laughs> yeah, it was this is cool. the most enjoyable scene I've ever seen with Ruby Rose. <laughs> <laughs> like in any movie, <laughs> like totally. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it was fine. <laughs> it was yeah. it was good, better than anything else she does in the rest of this movie, including the ribbon dancing. Oh, that wasn't her. Let's let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but we're also introduced to uh Tennyson, um who wait, was he in you Fate of the Clay Furious Gang? too? <laughs> was he in the Fate of Furious as well? The know. big burly guy because he's like the Game of Thrones guy with the beard, right? Oh, this is a yeah, yeah. He's he's Clay Gain. He's he's the hound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and he's an ATM crasher of some sort, which I'm sure is needed for whatever. You need somebody who's willing to drive head first and get caught. Yeah. In, in your shadow run game, he's the, he's the rigger. He's the guy that, uh, drives. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Watch we how you say you're kind those of kind of, <laughs> that kind of language around here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. You were saying he's a rigger. <laughs> He is. He's the driver. He's the guy that operates the machinery for you. He's the you he's know, the grease man, the boat, the, uh... like he does later. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody say they needed a driver. No, Jason, we don't need you for this Aww. one. Oh, right, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, why not hire Jason Statham, the guy who is actually a stunt driver? Right. <laughs> uh, he's busy making you know why? better movies. Clegane's a lot cheaper. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we also meet uh, DJ K-pop by the name of Nikki, played by Chris Wu. Because you need a DJ. It's very important yeah. to have those tunes what, going. Yeah. What does he bring to the table? I don't think he like even fights anybody, right? Uh, he's the face, I guess. <laughs> like he's he, the wild he card. Knows... <laughs> I don't know. That's the that's the most I can think. He just knows people. That seems to be about it. He can get you into like clubs and stuff. Yeah. Which they never need. But I guess that's why they have him. Cause he looks like everybody's Asian friend. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. like security bypass, it's like Oh hey Chris, how's it going? Hey, yeah, it's just me and some of my friends. Okay, come on through guys. <laughs> Edgar, what are you doing here? Oh, hey, man, it's just, uh, you know, here are some of my friends. Come on, let's go into this super secret computer lab. You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it instantly we're, like, rolling our eyes because everybody's attitude in this movie is just, they're just assholes. They really are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Xander Cage was at least principled. Like, when he was doing crime things, he was, like, doing crime things to like take down corrupt government officials and whatever these guys like with the exception of ruby rose just seem to be doing crime yeah yeah because but they do it rose is the only one who's got any principles that we know of well so in this movie he's just i don't know stealing cable so everyone can watch soccer that's all we've seen so far like I said, and then he killed Steel Team Six. 
<laughs> yeah, I think he's just looking for adrenaline junkies. He'll do anything to chase that high. He's looking for addicts. Ooh, and won't ask yeah. too many questions. Yeah, well, and that's... probably have heroin on them. There's that's also this this implication that these are all triple X people. Like they're yeah. all triple X people that got in touch with him at some point through Gibbons. Yeah, but okay, I figured it out. I know why K-pop is part of this. He's their hookup. He's he's got the drugs. You need ecstasy, <laughs> heroin, Molly, whatever. He's got it at all times in his hoodie, in his shoes, wherever. That's Dude, his superpower. Trip, Xander Cage doesn't even drink. What he, he doesn't drink a Coronas? Cranberry Club soda. <laughs> not even a Corona. He's in the no, wrong franchise. Not even a Corona. He gets a Cranberry Club. Yeah, well, you know, he's trying to keep the weight down. He's he's getting a little older. <laughs> trying to cut out some of those calories, you know. Ugh. Uh, oh yeah, we're also introduced to the uh, the Exo gloves. Oh yes, that don't come up for most of the movie. Yep, but they make your 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 punching ability like ten times faster and four times stronger, or something like that. Uh, really? How does that work? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Cold Science, fusion, man. That's how. <laughs> yeah. So they so they go to the Philippines, go to the the the, the chill island where Donnie Yen and Topeka and everybody are at. Uh, there's a big party going on. Uh, Ruby Rose sets up a crow's nest in a tree <laughs> with a bunch of gauze or uh, ribbons or whatever, I guess. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, Donnie Yen spots him because it's Vin Diesel walking around in the Philippines where even he <laughs> is four times larger than anybody else. Yeah. Topeka's like rocking some wicked boots, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh and and then and donnie Yen like tells tony jaw like he, he like like nudges like yeah see that guy down there yeah go kill him okay <laughs> let me just dance through here i got my knife out and oh saved by dj k-pop as he puts on some beats and gets everybody on the dance floor womp, 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 yeah womp. again yeah he saves the night <laughs> Yeah, he serves no purpose. <laughs> Ooh, we do know at this point, though, he has terrible taste in music. Well, oh, well, know. of course. And it's also so tough being a DJ because you can just take your little iPod or whatever, hook it up to something, and then, boom, you're rocking the party now. <laughs> Paycheck, please. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Triple X meets up with uh, Depika. They have a nice little chat with, you know, knife to a throat and a gun to a crotch. Uh, then they mm-hmm. switch it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but then Donnie Yen shows up and they decide, you know what? We should just talk and have a couple drinks and... Throw grenades at each other! <laughs> yeah, just toss grenades around. You know, bar games. <laughs> what does this do out... for anybody? <laughs> oh, yeah, though. I forgot about the whole grenade game there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, what a weird moment in yeah. cinematic history that was. <laughs> uh, but thank God before, I don't know, somebody farts and blows everybody up there at the table. We get some helicopters and stuff coming in and, I don't know, now Russian SEAL Team 6 has taken out this party. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then we find out, oh, Donnie Yen is Triple X. Of course he is. What's his name? 
Zhang. X I A N G Zhang. No. Or maybe boy. ooh, you know I what? I didn't probably, even catch that. Yeah, it's probably triple X I A N G Zhang. Yeah. Well, it's just like sense. it's Xander, which is X A N D E R. Yeah. It's triple X. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's triple X. He says that many <laughs> times during this movie. I'm triple up triple X, baby. Yeah. Well, that was the weird thing. I because I rewatched the first movie. It was never called the Triple X program in the first movie. It well, was Triple well, X because he had three strikes, and after three yeah. strikes, he'd go to prison for life. Well, see, he was the first Triple X, and then he was so successful, they had to get a whole slew of them. Gibbons got funding, and he was assembling a team of superheroes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm yeah. being told that's a different cinematic universe. And later, spoiler alert, he'll have an eye patch. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that too. I wasn't sure if I was seeing things or not, but. <laughs> <laughs> you were patch. seeing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, a weird, weird moment. <laughs> Yeah. There's too much meta humor only in his scenes. Yeah. Well, and it's like it's like nonsensical, like, oh, yeah, satellite blew up right next to me, so I got a piece of glass in my eye? No, no, no it's from yeah. a cat. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, again, Xander Cage is supposed to be dead, too. He supposedly died sometime during the events of Triple X 2 State oh, yeah, of the yeah, Union. With yeah, during, Ice like, the Cube. opening credits or something like that, if, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, or a special feature or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so Russian teams they start raiding the place. Triple X starts throwing some attitude, and I'm just like, just fucking shoot him. End this movie. <laughs> just like, oh, he's having a party here. Why? All right, anybody I, else want to talk? And then give us what we want. Taking notes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have uh, now ribbon dancing kata now. Yeah, you know, you've got the yeah. gun kata. Donnie Yen's doing gun kata throughout this entire movie. Ruby Rose the... doing some ribbon dancing kata. Don't don't forget the bike katas when we have like backflip kicks and. Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of bike kata and eventually some and van it, it... kata. Yes, all the katas. Oh, and then they. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, that's right. And then they eventually get to uh, get to the water at, on their because there's a jungle oh, bike yeah, chase yeah, and, the skis and then the bikes out. get skis come out and then <laughs> oh, they ride god those damn on the, it. and god damn it fun like fact that's the exact same sunrise. ocean as die another day yes it yeah. is i'm pretty so so that's uh all the ice in iceland melting yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that scene was a little too much i, I think this is where he's like i'm gonna go get some more beer you want anything <laughs> Do you want me to pause it? No, 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 no. I came back when he was diving under point. the waves with it, and it was like, wait, wouldn't that engine flood? Nope. I'm <laughs> Where did they get two of these fuckers, too? They're right next to each other on the rack. <laughs> when you're in triple X, you get your own ski bike. Yeah, those, uh, those, those Filipino biker gangs are a little extreme out there. Oh, yeah. Totally, it's like it's like uh, it's like entering into uh, the cyberpunk universe of the Philippines. Yeah. Now, see what where this movie would have been awesome is where when they get to land and then the uh, the Philippine cyberpunks are standing there and beat the shit out of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're stealing their bikes. Because they're like robotic <laughs> arms, 
like mono whips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now uh, they gotta fight their way out of this one. Except for Vin Diesel drowned, so Denny Denny N just gets accepted into the group as their leader. This movie takes a weird turn. <laughs> Triple J. Yeah, but instead in this movie Vin Diesel gets Pandora's box, gets to the beach somehow, I assume he swims. Um and Topeka's waiting there and is like, you know, no one should have that, right? Yeah, I was kinda thinking the same thing. Oh, shit, you shot it. <laughs> shit, you're a good shot. No, I'm not. I was aiming for your groin. <laughs> oh, well, you're not a sharpshooter. <laughs> High five. Wait, did I just diss myself? And uh, it was so small. Here. How could I have even hit it? <laughs> right. Movie's over now, right? No, because they were only chasing a prototype of Pandora's oh, box that the can whole only time. Oh, what are we going to do? To Detroit! (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, I think, is Ruby Rose's one good line. Like, follow the places in the world to hide, (laughs) motherfucker chooses Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they they follow this guy who was part of the original group that got Pandora's box stolen from him or whatever. Uh, There's some surveillance video. Who gives a shit? Have they joined teams now? Yeah, 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 they they well, yeah. they realize they're of, basically the all Peek triple X on people. their team. Donnie Yen is like halfway in between, but during this sequence, he joins their team, and then dies. I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. When they get to Detroit, and they're <laughs> all chasing Yen the same thing. Was the bad guy here for a second? But yes, now they're was. all going to trust him now that he can't steal it because he doesn't have it. He's just going to steal it from you guys again and sell it. Babe, you're giving away all the twists. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say one thing I really appreciated about this movie was this total irreverence for the villainous monologue. Because every time there's a villainous monologue going on, other shit's happening, people are still doing stuff, and the the monologue is just recorded over completely. Like, it's happening in the background. I ain't got time for monologue. (laughs) So the, the two teams, the two separated teams now... They they get in gridlock at the same time on the way to this, you know, Penn Station lookalike place. What, what's that place called? Oh, it's the Detroit train station. There you it's go. A, it actually exists. It's a carbon copy of Grand Central Station, except for it's been abandoned for 50 years. Yeah. It's owned by the super rich guy who owns the bridge to Canada. There's a guy who Canada, owns though? the bridge to Canada? <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a guy who owns like all of Detroit. He owns the bridge to Canada. He owns the abandoned train station. He owns the abandoned hospital. You he... know, I was joking about cyberpunk earlier, but now I remember why it's not a genre anymore. Because it's just real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Now there's guys who just own bridges. By the way, you know, you know who the guy is that owns half of Detroit and the bridge and everything? Hmm. His name is no kid rock offered to buy the train station off of him and he said no (laughs) actually i I don't want kid rock to own a train station i do believe uh ford at least was in talks to buy it from him earlier this year was last i heard i don't know if they actually did it or not but yeah at least accept sort of because they're at least a mega corporation they're not just kid rock (laughs) kid anymore by the way Oh, I'm, I'm looking up right now. I'm looking it up right now on the internet. They're also receiving an offer from ICP, the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> what? How do they work? 
No, but uh, I I actually lived in Detroit for a while. The abandoned train station, this thing is super cool. Uh, I never got a chance to go inside because it was in the middle of a big legal dispute while I was there. So they actually had it guarded for like the only time in its history. God damn it. But uh, yeah, so the abandoned train station. Sorry, I keep ripping our headphones out because I'm an asshole. Alright, so yeah, so the abandoned train station, it's super cool. It's Grand Central Station in New York. It's it's a carbon copy of it built by mm. the same guy. It's giant, it's beautiful, it's abandoned, all the windows have been bashed out. People throw raves there, people hide dead bodies there. Um there's like a the thing is there's a million ways to get into it because so it was it's a, a big huge because, yeah, it was a big, huge sh- uh, train hub. So they had, like, underground train tunnels. They have huge sewer lines, all of that. Yeah. Well, the city of Detroit, when they shut it down, they still had to, like, fix roads and stuff around it. So a lot of these tunnels and that have been sort of, like, dug into. So they're these huge, open, like, causeways directly into it, if you know what part of town to be on. Which are mm-hmm. the parts of town everybody says, don't be in. <laughs> well, where were you when Ruby Rose could have used this information? Did Ruby Rose just had to walk around to the Side. <laughs> you walk around and you go, oh, there are 15 giant fucking holes into the basement of this motherfucker. <laughs> well, instead, uh, they run through gridlock and, I don't know, get hit by like five or six cars apiece. Oh, yeah, they could jump off bridges and land onto trucks. Uh, basically, oh, they die like cool. nine to 15 times. I liked it. Yeah. It was fun. Sorry, yeah, I'm also cool. going to throw in here, if somebody is Googling the uh, the Detroit train station and looking it up and looking at all the super awesome pictures of it, also look up the abandoned book depository in Detroit. The pictures <laughs> of that will make you like believe zombie apocalypses are real. And I have been inside of that. That place is freaky. Well, yeah, so if you're looking for a cheap place to shoot a zombie movie. Are. I'm a security guard, I know. yeah oh then you'll enjoy it you should look up the abandoned book depository in detroit it is eerie not the one in dallas it's a museum they left all the books in it after it burned down huh after all the books burned down no so they had a fire they claimed everything was ruined but when you go in there and it was i forget when the fire was but all the books were in there and at some point they were still good but since then they've been weathered and all of that but the place is the place is crazy even the stephen king wing even the Stephen King wing. There was a whole wing? Well, I mean, I guess. Well, it's yeah, Stephen it's King, like... you know. A through Aardvark. <laughs> A through Aardvark. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so, yeah, so they get to the, the this tower where this guy is hanging out, um, you know, by working together. But then, oh, my God. So Ruby Rose is set up in a tower across the way, ready to, you know, snipe There's this no guy. tower across the way. Yeah, shh. But <laughs> there totally is. Ruby Rose is there. Uh, down the block is the abandoned hospital, and down the other block is the abandoned book depository. See, a lot of abandoned buildings for her to choose from. But they're like... Three they're stories? like hills on, around them? Yeah. Well, in this world, no. Um, yeah, the, the guy's posted up in there. He's got all these heaters on. And, of that, course, Ruby Rose's actually... scope is only infrared. Yeah, yeah she I thought that part was actually scope. pretty clever. That she didn't think to bring a different scope? Yeah, yeah say clever for him, but for her, I mean, come on, well, you're an assassin. <laughs> you would think that if you can't use your regular eyes, infrared, probably nine times out of ten is going to work just fine. Yeah. Although, I don't really get this whole infrared still coming up like a FLIR. That's not what actual infrared cameras look like. <laughs> 
What? No. <laughs> yeah, they're black and white. I know. I'm a security guard. A security guard, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, Triple X realizes this, puts himself next to the window. I don't know. <laughs> moves one of his fingers to make a little hole, the, which Ruby Rose can shoot through to hit him. Of course, she nails it because it's a movie. And Apparently I was we're actually watching Wanted now. Yeah, and, and when uh, <laughs> yeah, when when Xander Cage does a little thing like ah, like it skipped his finger or whatever, I was hoping it took off like two of his fingers. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, shit, that was close. Like yeah, sorry, wind resistance, I guess. <laughs> yeah, then the Tony Collette and uh, Team Gonzalez come in. Oh, hey, they're all not dead. Hey, welcome. Yay, we got this guy for you. That means we get. Uh, all the money? I forget exactly why we're doing this again. And They got the thing. It's like a thing that makes things from the sky happen. Here's your super MacGuffin back. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, you guys are under arrest. And uh, you know what? We'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Why don't you oh. go meet back at that home base abandoned warehouse in the middle of Detroit that definitely won't get blown up. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Maybe we'll go there. Uh Big but, um, twist. The NSA <laughs> are bad guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> the reaction when you really tell anybody, yeah, we know. <laughs> you mean but luckily, in post-Trump America, the NSA is bad guys? Oh, no. pre-Trump America. I mean... <laughs> Post Woodrow Wilson America, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) But they have a backup plan. Because, as mentioned in previous installments in the movie, just dial 9 for X and you'll get some help. Okay, I I will admit, I laughed out loud. (laughs) 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 I, I genuinely had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard when fucking Ice Cube shows up with a rocket launcher. That's right. Ice Cube, Don Mega himself, shows up with a fucking rocket launcher. And then what's the song that's playing while he has it? Oh, was the latest Ice Cube uh, selection off his album. <laughs> Thank God the gangsta's back. Thank God the gangsta's back. Uh-uh. I walk in with that California swagger with the attitude that it ain't nothing better. Now, you can call me rapper or you can call me mister. Big money trapper, fucking with your sister. But I'ma do it my way from here to Zimbabwe. It's too hot today. Fuck what you got to say. Fuck if you mad at me. Better go change your battery. Ain't gonna take my sunshine like I hit the lottery. Oh, he's a show off. A hot head go off. Don't make him mad. He might tear the fucking door off. All his calls and don't try to blow off Cause one of his people might cut your fucking toe off Ice Cube, baby, make him take you serious Everything I say ends with a period Everything I do ends with you curious Stop looking for the best rapper, goddamn, here he is Thank God, Thank God the gangsta's back Thank God Thank God the gangsta's back, and we ain't got the put up with this pain 
<laughs> I just, I just about died. Because I, I haven't even seen fucking... State of the Union, like, not even once, but... Oh, you are missing out, sir. It's a treat. Oh. I'm super excited. My wife and I are going to watch it this weekend, so... <laughs> yeah, say it's currently streaming on Netflix. It's... Imagine... Willem Dafoe is in it. Willem Guess Dafoe. what? Here in Canada, he it's might not be the bad Netflix. guy. <laughs> oh, actually, no. You know what? I, uh, the uh, X 2 is. X 3 was not. I had to go on Amazon Prime in Canada. Yeah, I was oh, yeah, saying triple X triple X two is is on Netflix. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it, it um, sometimes it's different between Canada and the states, so I just had to double check. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, it's uh, imagine all the acting of this movie with no Topeka, and the graphics of a Super Nintendo two thousand five. You know. Yeah. Well, no, like two thousand five, we had Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, no, no well, but the graphics are from a Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peter Jackson isn't directing Triple X State of the Union. Wait, hold on. Let me they check. don't. They don't quite no. have sixty-four bits of technology <laughs> to do. <laughs> it's more than thirty-two. So, are we talking like five-headed shark attack level of graphics here? I mean, I think that might be slightly better. Oh, I mean, I would no. say Jersey Shore Shark Attack had higher quality yeah, graphics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, more of a more of a piranaconda. Kim Pro, said that. No, not piranaconda. <laughs> Best birthday spent ever. Yeah, actually, actually, I, I I would legitimately say it's more big ass spider level. Like it's uh, shark it's, boy and lava. It's girl? bad, but it's too. It's oh it's not too, oh no shark, oh, shark boy, boy. Yeah, oh. shark boy and lava girl. Right, yeah. the Are water we not supposed is about to talk about that no. movie existing anymore. Oh, we're I, not? Because that's a bunch of people's, like, childhood favorites. Oh, by the way, babe, really? fun fact. No, is it? No. You're lying. Oh, you're making you're that gonna up to be funny, right? You're going to get tweets about it. You're going to get tweets about it. By the way, babe, to, to tie into the last episode we did, mm-hmm. you know who Shark Boy is? Who's Shark Boy, Steve? He grows up to be Gambit in X-Men Origins oh, Wolverine. No, that wasn't Gambit. We talked about oh, this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry the, the street magician called Gambit. I'm sorry, you mean Kentucky Fried Chris Angel? Kentucky Fried Chris Angel, yeah. yeah. Uh, so where were we? Oh yeah, Ice Cube to the rescue. Ice Cube to the oh, rescue. Thank and God, Topeka the actually gets back. to do something in this movie for once. Yeah, yeah, she's not just a pretty face. She starts capping fools. I do have to say, <laughs> I right. love her voice. I love her accent. I I love the tone of her voice. I wish she had more speaking parts. Cause, yeah. She's actually yeah. an incredible actor, and so that was my other big quibble about this movie. She has one scene where she actually gets to act, and that's like towards the end. But she has the most lines of any girl in this movie, so come on. They gave her star credit. Okay, but... I think that was really just a mercy not giving Ruby Rose more lines. Yeah. It was like, well, we can give it to Topeka or Ruby Rose. Oh, God, give it to Topeka. <laughs> what is Ruby Rose going to say? <laughs> uh, that's what she said. <laughs> that's like literally every line she says in this movie. Well, because she has to show that she's gay. Is she? I think she's bi. I, I couldn't uh, even pick that she's up. She's gender fluid. Ooh, so they. <laughs> well, no, she usually goes by her, but she is gender fluid. She and she's um, she's a hot and cold running gender fluid. Oh, the the, the, the fairy in stop. what's it called? Carnival Row, Delavine. Oh, okay, I carry Delavine. Uh, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> yeah, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> I Although, still want to see the Three Musketeers too. The Adventures of Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the Paul W S Anderson or the one that did Mortal Kombat? That Paul Anderson, his <laughs> Three Musketeers from like seven or eight years ago. No. It's fucking I, amazing. Orlando I, Bloom's I, a bad guy. He has an airship. Give me a homework here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie shouldn't work. That movie should not work. And yet, that movie is amazing. <laughs> Let's continue with this. Yeah, yeah, fire. We're, we're wrapping up here because Triple uh, X gets up on an airplane uh, to take out Tony Collette. But uh, there's a, she's also already put in the order for another satellite to fall and kill all their friends while they're oh, doing the shootout. they're going to drop a satellite in Detroit. Seven <laughs> people went missing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then he uh, t- sends Tony Collette off in a, in a, on a parachute out the back of the airplane. She so lands land perfectly, perfectly fine, fine and lives to come back in the sequel, I assume. They never show her dead, so... And she I, just parachuted the ground, that's what they're built for. She's the villain in the sequel. She'll probably have, like, robot legs. The whole movie <gasps> will probably take place in Tokyo. Um, Ooh, yeah, she's going to be a giant mecha. eyes with cameras. I don't know. I'm they, hoping. I can dream. They'll, they'll steal <gasps> the robot legs from Wild Wild West. <laughs> no. Hell yeah! No. That movie you know what is, it is so underrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you could add some color to our festivities. Oh, <laughs> I love that. He's the movie only one who so knew much. what movie he was in. Yeah. He just he bit into that. Oh, Kenneth Branagh. I know. See what happens when he's not doing Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. Actually, have you seen him in Swing Kids? No. What? No. He plays an SS is. officer in Swing Kids. He's really. <laughs> I, I was thinking Swing Kids was like a, a, a little like. You know, like a like a tweener movie where it talks no, about swinging in the roaring twenties. No. I mean, I watched it for the first time in high school, but it is not a tweener movie. It it is about the counterculture in Germany during the beginning of the Nazi, um, the Nazi reign. Dang, I'm about to check that out now. It's it's really good. <laughs> Sold. We'll watch a his- historical docudrama if you watch the Three Musketeers from the director of Resident Evil. Uh, let's be fair. I was probably going to watch that at some point, anyways. Give me a challenge, guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We so literally have Tony... one DVD shop left in Edmonton, and all it rents out is B movies and horror films. So, oh, that's the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Tony Collette's shot out the back of a plane and, you know, lives on in the sequel where th- this is how it ties in with Hobbs and Shaw. She's the voice of the director in that movie. Oh, shit. The, yeah, is it, the director, right? Isn't that the, Something the voice? Like, uh, they're Charlie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <gasps> She's the Charlie Angel reboot. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but the satellite's still fallen. So there's only one way they can stop this satellite from killing Seven people. (laughs) (laughs) All of Detroit. Half of Detroit. He's got to fly that plane into the satellite. Because that's how physics works. Yep, sure is. They both just vaporize in the air. Nothing falls to the ground, showering. It's just like how if you fly a nuclear bomb far enough away, the fallout won't land on Gotham City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
We'll see. If there's anything I've learned from movies, it's that highly deadly weapons and big machinery do not have off switches. They only have self destruct buttons. That's that is true. Uh, but yeah, but but Triple X also has to jump out of the back of the plane as it's exploding, and he's strapped to like a giant cargo parachute thing. Uh, but it falls. He dies. Game over. You wish. You can't oh. kill Vin Diesel that easily. Oh, wait. Oh, apparently he's just fine, and now he's kissing Topeka. Yay! Did they yeah. kiss? I, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was like a little peck. The, yeah. I, I, I want to say it's like one of those things where they like pecked and immediately backed away, but they like freeze-framed it for like a full second just to make sure that they knew they kissed. <laughs> well, one thing about Bollywood films is like, like really hardcore making out and kissing and stuff is not really that common because there's pretty strict censorship laws in India. Oh yeah. That's actually part of why there's so much dancing in Bollywood films. It tends to stand in the place of sex scenes. Oh, see, I was going to guess finger blasting, but (laughs) that's actually a lot lot better. A lot lot more PG. All right. I can dig it. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, so Ice Cube pulls up um, in the original car of Triple X because you know it's just hanging there in Detroit. Well, why wouldn't it be? Mm-hmm. Um, he gives it back to Triple X and says, "Yeah, I think I've just been waiting for somebody to press nine to call me back in." Uh, this is where Steve and I uh, we decided the deleted scene was uh, our bad guy landing in the background seeing everybody calling an Uber getting into a Prius and driving <laughs> away <laughs> see you in the sequel fuckers and then what color was his car when it came up like purplish okay so they did get the color right because it was kind of like a purplish eggplant in the first movie for some reason my brain wrote it in as being red yeah, it it I think it's like that that paint that was it multi-chromatic paint or whatever like different angles it's like different colors cuz cuz most it's of the time it looks purple-ish. purple but it also has like the green like highlights kind of on the end yeah. like, like in some parts. It was, and, it was kind of like yeah. that color in the first movie too, but I don't know why my brain just turned it red automatically. <laughs> you were like they had to have fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's like a dial on the dashboard to like adjust the color. (laughs) So then we really cheer things up when we go to a funeral. And uh, (laughs) oh, happy day playing. You know, it's for Gibbons. Everybody's uh, checking out Gibbons' fried corpse. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Gibbons. (laughs) With all the games, having the time of his life in the front row there. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I love this song. He's the only one who seems to actually care. Everybody yeah. else is just kind of shifting uncomfortably. We yeah. were talking about, there's a blonde chick in the second oh, row yeah, behind there's, everybody. There's a couple behind everybody. I'm like, the did they win with, a contest or something? The to be one in this? with the pink stand-up, like, feathered yeah. headband. She's with Ruby Rose. <laughs> she stuck out like a sore thumb. Who in the fuck director's child is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the director cameo. That's actually DJ Caruso. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Triple X is up in the balcony all by himself because, you know, I, he yeah. probably had a burrito or something. Just didn't want to sneak <laughs> up the place. Those protein shakes, man, they really yeah, get you. They, they go right through you. <laughs> but uh, then he, someone else comes and kind of stands next to him, blocking his view of the funeral. 
It's a hell of a trick you could be pulled there. I wonder who that is. Oh my god, Nick Fury's there to recruit into the yeah! Avengers. It's gonna be great. Oh my Wait, god, he's hold gonna on. Join Shield. <laughs> hold on, oh, that's boy. just Samuel L. Jackson. It's a different Samuel L. Jackson with one eye and scars on his face and wearing similar outfits and wearing all black. Uh, and, uh, working yeah, for a uh, shadowy government agency that he just recently had destroyed. Because it had become corrupt by an evil influence. Somebody somebody within the organization tried to have him killed so he had to fake his death and lay low while his team took care of stuff going in blindly. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. wait. I was talking Did about Did this Age come Ultron, before sorry. or after the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> Does it matter? Really. This is still the shitty version. Uh, <laughs> also, they killed a famous soccer player. Yeah, what about Neymar? They murdered Where, Neymar. Where's Neymar's funeral? Ooh, triple X four in the name of Neymar. Oh my God, the rise of Neymar, and he's a fucking cyborg. Yes, and he's angry now, and now he's pissed at Gibbons because he was given the offer, and then Gibbons had Gibbons had him killed oh. from his point of view. Oh, by the way, uh, the, my whole thing with that whole beginning thing with Neymar, it's like, yeah, come join the secret government organization, blah blah blah. I'm it's not like, a hero. no, no, it's okay. I'm like twenty years old and getting paid forty million dollars a year to kick a fucking ball around, so I'm good. That's player. basically what he says too in that whole. Interview. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's all it would be. You know, it's all, all in Portuguese or whatever. But by the way, I had no idea who he was. So when he in the beginning when he kicked the thing, I was like, "Is he like a hacky sack champion?" Well, babe, that's why you have to pay attention to those biogra- bi- biography pop up things. I don't things. give a fuck about this. He scored a hundred goals before the before it, he was twenty. I think it also said that his favorite food was like French fries. Well, for probably it. Freedom, that's the freedom point. fries, babe. Freedom fries. Freedom fries. They still call them I... French fries in Portugal. Here's I'm sorry, Brazil. <laughs> I could go score 100 goals before I was 40. I just have to find a soccer field oh. and a ball. <laughs> no, 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 he did it in play, though. Like, it wasn't just him, you know, playing against third graders. Well, some, of, some of them were third graders, but not many. Yeah. <laughs> some of them were grown men. And many of them don't have more than a third grade education. We're that's not true. here to judge. I mean, that's not the point of this podcast. I mean, we're going to do it anyway, that, but that's not the point of this podcast. It's not an awfully judgy it's a film for someone being podcast. That's literally all you do. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> judge, 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 judge. Steve, what's our uh, Terminator judgment song? Judge, 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 like judge, judge. Saying I go easy on white people in my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, whitey. So then, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah, we get the line, you know, kick some ass, get the girl, try to look dope while doing it. Roll credits, no post-credit stuff, we ain't got time for that shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Triple X, the return of Xander Cage. Ben, (laughs) would you recommend this movie? Oh, hell yeah. In a heartbeat. Excellent. I like trash movies. This is a trash movie. If you like (laughs) this is a trash movie. movie. (laughs) Um, I really can't. I did not enjoy this movie. Yeah, and I'll say this. If you like Fast and Furious, go watch Hobbs and Shaw. Now available on Blu-ray and streaming on Amazon. Yeah, and yeah it's a much better version of this. And their love cannot be stopped. And I think you pay the exact same three bucks, too. So go check that out. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have fun facts and what we learned from Triple X. The Return of Xander Cage. one man trying to make a difference 
These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. <laughs> oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate. What's the Serum VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but... If it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Castor Goodspeed, you work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub Jub! You injected Jub Jub?! He's gone! Snuggles is gone! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles! We have to get to the French Quarter. <laughs> Snuggles, it's okay. It's me. I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? No. Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage. Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. Academy Award winner Christopher Walken. Alright, alright, alright. I heard you had some vermin that needs some exterminating. And Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and I'll get Jub Jub. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Whoa! watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it, so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up.
Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Yeah, she said it. Make sure. <laughs> they get better every week. All right, you uh, purchase their products oh, and or services. <laughs> <laughs> Try them out. However, my name's not Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, do you have another beverage? I do have another beverage. Oh, In sweet. honor of us not having to watch this movie again or talk about it ever again, I have Ooh. a Celebrator! Hey. Bavarian Doppelbach. Oh, nice. Iyengar Brewery. 6.7% alcohol by volume. Now we're talking. Iyengar, at the foot of the Bavarian Alps, is one of the world's most respected breweries, family owned and operated since 1878. Dark, oh, so it's a new one there. <laughs> right? What was it? Is it the Verhesha Sasher? That's from like 1430? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, no, like 1038. Yeah. 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 It's like, that's a thousand goddamn years coming how you, on. How do you actually say their name? Vihenstefno? Yeah, Verhesha Sasher. So I did say it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it right. <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, do you need a bottle opener? Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. Here, let me get that top for you. Ooh, will you pop my top, Steve? Uh, if I find... There it is. Be sure to pop it right over the cat. Oh, I will. Definitely not over the laptop. All right. And the pop. Ooh. Oh, Hey, See, it didn't do it for me. Yay. Blup, 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 blup. And the pour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is dark and malty and rich. Malty. It's got a mm. off... It's got kind of a medium khaki head. Beautiful ruby highlights, nice brown beer. Mm-hmm. Smells super malty right off the top, very caramely. Almost no hop essence, which would be appropriate for this style beer. Steve's gone in for the sip. It's delicious. Uh, a little drier than I was expecting, but yeah, malt forward. We did buy this at uh, at Bevmo, and they're not known for having the freshest beers. Yeah, so. maybe a little, <laughs> but uh, but still, not bad at all. Yeah. We also bought this at BevMo, I believe, like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the last time we were out of BevMo. Yeah. Uh, do you have another beverage there, Ben? I do. I've got Ooh. another Alley Cat here. It's uh, called Skona Gold. It's a Kolsch, 5%. It's Ooh. a crisp and easy-drinking German-style blonde ale. Nice. So I've already got the top popped here, but here's the pour. Nice. Some ASMR for you there. It's a Ooh. very clear, very light, um, nice white head. Mmm, smells weedy. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, the Kolsch's are always good, especially on a hot summer day, like we're... Oh, wait, it's December. <laughs> <laughs> it's possibly nice snowing. And, uh, mild yeast flavor, nice and smooth drinking, clear, crisp flavor. I love it. It's one of my favorite ones from Alley Cat. Nice. And is Alley, Alley Cat there in uh, Edmonton? It is, yeah. Skona nice. is actually a neighborhood in Edmonton, so it's named after a neighborhood. Oh, okay. Very nice. All right, who's interested in some fun facts? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. You're in luck, they are. Yeah! All right. Rotten Tomato scores. Uh, ben, well, how do you think the critics felt about this movie? Oh, I'm sure they hated it. 
I'm going to give it 50%. Babe? 17. 45%. That is surprisingly high for this That is surprisingly (laughs) high. (laughs) But yeah, not bad. 50 was a pretty good guess. Uh, How about the audience score, though? Oh, network dropped. Uh, It's cool. Well, during the uh, little break there, we were just discussing uh, what I think is going to happen for Triple X 4 when it comes out. I think he might be wrong. You're hoping another, I'm wrong. I, I have another theory. Okay. Well, what I think is going to happen is, you know, another incident comes up, blah, blah, blah. And we find out the person behind it is Xander Cage's father, Sir Nicholas Cage. It makes perfect sense. Oh. No, see, because uh, yeah. um, because Nicholas Cage would never give birth to anybody that douchey. Xander uh, Cage giving birth is the lady's job. All right, whatever. He would he would never <laughs> spawn progeny that douchey. <laughs> That's right. I'm not a child person. <laughs> the Lord of Murder shall spawn a score of mortal progeny. Exactly. So yeah. So Nicholas Cage isn't Xander Cage's father. Nicholas Cage is Xander Cage's replacement. <gasps> oh. Would it be Nicolas Cage from Mandy, and then that would join the two wacky universes together? Oh, all oh. Nicolas Cage movies are interlinked, <laughs> so all Nicolas Cage characters are Nicolas Cage. So you're he's saying... also Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call. Yeah. He's <laughs> he is also a vampire. Yeah, he is also I don't know a vampire who knows or his alphabet. Is he a the vampire? Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, Spirit of Vengeance. I think you'll have to. If if that ends up being true, you'll have to get the Cages Kiss podcast on. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to get them on for uh, next Nick August Cage. <laughs> All right, so more fun facts. <clears throat> uh, as mentioned earlier, this was the Hollywood debut of uh, actress Dapika Patacone. Uh, However, yep. it is also the Hollywood debut of K-pop's own Chris Wu, who plays Nikki. And uh, Brazilian soccer player Neymar da Silva Santos Jr. Wow. Okay, I I wondered if he was an actual soccer player. I wasn't sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he's like one of the uh, five or six best, I think, from what I understand. Yeah, but what a weird shift to make. Well, you know the whole point behind it was Vin Diesel was like, hey, we need someone from every single country that we can get. And that's why you have Dapika from India. Chris Wu from Korea, Donnie Yen from China, you know, Mm -hmm. Brazil, it's like, okay, Neymar, let's get him in here. You know, you got to get an Academy Award nominee like Tony Collette and Samuel L. Jackson. You got to get LGBTQ like Ruby Rose. Thailand, Tony Jaa. I mean... It is interesting that there's only one actor that he had in this movie who Western audiences would not know. Well, that would be Topeka. Because Donnie oh, Yen yeah, and yeah. Tony Jaw, Western audiences know them. How many people know Tony Jaw? Uh, the cool people. Yeah, pretty much everybody I know. Because he was like, for a while there, he was looking like he was going to be the next Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah, fuck. The Protector and Ongbok. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. What, what, what was your suggestion the other day? Tony January? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be fucking... Ooh, I'd come back for that. Here we go. <laughs> Well, How not, much not... elephant tossing can you take? Okay. <laughs> well, and tell you what, I'll come back if you guys do Bahu Bali at some point because you want to talk about ridiculous feats of strength. <laughs> that guy lifts a 
like 200 story tall gold statue by himself. Yeah. Nice. Is it the rock? No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and p- part of the reason that you get an actor or actress from every single country, a major uh, demographic, is how you turn an $85 million budget movie to gross $346 million. Babe, Holy this movie was a financial juggernaut. That's why X4, Triple X4 money. is already in the works. Well, as we've yep. discovered on this podcast, every time Izzy cries, a corona gets its lime. That's true. <laughs> and also, fun fact, Donnie Yen replaced Jet Li for the role of Zhang after Li dropped out for undis- undisclosed reasons. Is it because he can't walk anymore? I think so, actually. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, but Jet Li and Howie Long can star in one of the greatest sitting movies ever seen. <laughs> A Dinner oh, with Andre no. reboot starring Howie Long and Jet Li. Yeah, Jet Li's probably getting up there because he was like old when I was in university. So yeah, like Lethal Weapon Four. Like he doesn't look it, but he was already like forty. <laughs> like, yeah. like he'd been big in China for like fifteen years at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, also Michael Bisping replaced Conor McGregor after Conor McGregor pulled out. They're both UFC champions, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why Conor McGregor would pull out, because he seems like he's been looking for a way to make it into movies in a, for a long time. Uh, I feel like it's also a nice way of saying, like, uh, oh, you, you must be busy. Don't worry, we'll find someone else uh, to work around our schedule instead of your own, because... He had too many fights lined up doing uh, his actual job? <laughs> <laughs> well... That's the thing, is that UFC like fights, they're usually pretty far apart because you have to take so long in between to recover. Yeah. It's not like wrestling where it's, you know, not fake, but it's scripted, so you're probably not gonna get seriously injured. <laughs> True. He also might have seen how uh how it worked out for Ronda Rousey being in a Vin Diesel movie. How, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, you star in there and then like retire three losses later and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hers was all her, her ego got busted and she couldn't recover yeah. from. I that. mean that that's it. it was you, just get, her you get really fucked up one time. It's like you know maybe I'm making a mistake. <laughs> I mean that. I mean it's not like most people fight MMA fights until they're into their fifties. I mean what? not everyone can be like Anderson Silva or whatever. Wait, you're saying he was only thirty two? Anyway, uh, <laughs> ooh, you'll like this one, babe. Yes. On the way to recover Pandora's box in Detroit. Xander's team is driving a yellow van with the signs Pork Chop Express. <laughs> I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either, but uh, of course, that's the name of the truck driven by Yay! Jack Burton, a.k.a. Kurt Russell, in Izzy's favorite movie of all time, Big Trouble in Little China. And the part oh, of that, that movie that everybody movie. misses is that it's a pig hauling truck. He's taking pigs to Chinatown. Yeah, the Pork Chop Express. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So many people um, ask me, like, why is his truck called that? Because he hauls, he's hauling pigs. What? My wife and I actually saw that at a uh, IMAX theater here in Edmonton. Oh, Isn't it the a... Space and Science Center does it uh, does a special every year where they bring in a bunch of like old sci-fi films. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we went and saw Big Trouble in Little China, and then last year we saw Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Holds up surprisingly. Oh, oh yeah. yeah no, Galaxy Quest is damn near perfect. I honestly was not expecting it to hold up, but it did. 
Yeah, no, I, I honestly put Galaxy Quest right up there with, like, Back to the Future and Ghostbusters for, like, nearly perfect movies. I don't think it gets the credit it kind of deserves. Yeah, it's- Men in Black 1 was also is also one that really holds up. Men in Black 2, no. Yeah, no, Men in Black, Men in Black, 1, Black 1 is, is spectacular, and I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna watch Men in Black 3. I watched it. It's yeah, actually not it's bad. And it's not, and I don't mean like not bad like this wasn't bad. That's right. I mean, it's legitimately not bad. It's a good movie. Yeah, internationals, <laughs> I'm not watching. That's fair. That one looks like shit. Well, I'm going to throw this in for uh, timeless movies as well Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> oh. Yes, oh, there's nothing oh. wrong with that movie. Oh, Jobs no, and that's, Nerds. That's They're not all a problematic the film now, at all. Right? I, <laughs> You're the movie nerd. I want to see. <laughs> That I am certain doesn't hold up and probably wasn't even good when it came out is Triassic Park, if only because it was Amelia Clark's first film. Ooh. <laughs> you know what movie holds up beautifully, though? Tammy and the T-Rex. Yes. Uh, nothing wrong with that movie. I vaguely remember that. I feel like it was probably on Family Channel at some point when I was a kid. Oh, it wasn't on the Family Channel. Well, maybe. It can, it can be edited a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and that has Paul Walker, which brings us back to Fast and Furious, which brings us back to, to the Vin Diesel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ghost of Paul Walker. You can't Walker even say the name of this movie. It's like a curse upon your lips. Ooh, maybe, uh, maybe the MMA fighter saw what happened to Paul Walker and decided oh, geez. he didn't work with Vin Diesel. <laughs> you want me oh, to be the driver? Boy. Fuck that. He's been through how many stuntmen? <laughs> Yeah, God, that Vin Diesel likes to kill his stunt doubles. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to share the limelight with anybody. <laughs> oh, that was a great stunt. Like, that was actually Terry's. You know what? I'll take care of it. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Triple X Return of Xander Cage? Ben, do you want to go first? This director does not know what to do with these actors. That's what I learned. <laughs> well, he, so much talent just went completely wasted in this movie. Well, that's why he's going to get another chance with Triple X Four. Uh, Babe, how about you? I learned that apparently gun sights only come in infrared. There's nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Well, I learned. Apparently, it's a thing with all English women that if you want to get with them, you got to get with their friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> taking is so easy, but friendship never ends. Everybody down and bodies all around. I feel like I'm 10 again. <laughs> Ooh, I also learned uh, if you want to save a Vin Diesel movie, bring in Ice Cube or The Rock or literally anybody else. <laughs> bring in someone with charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You guys have to let me know when you guys are doing Scorpion King. Oh, yeah, Scorpion King. <laughs> to be fair, The Rock's only in like four minutes of that movie. Not, that the, is all not, CGI. not the Scorpion King. Oh, not the Scorpion King. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You're thinking Mummy 2. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking The Mummy 2 with the, the Scorpion King. Curse of the Scorpion King. Yeah, that's right. By the way, I think Scorpion King 2 through 8 are now streaming on Netflix. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Starring random WWE superstar of the year. Whoever it may be. <laughs> well, Ben, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, I understand Stand you also have a man. podcast. I do. 
I am the host, writer, and not the producer, that's my dad, of the Canuckonomicon, which is a Canadian history podcast. Uh, sometimes we also talk about aliens and ghosts and stuff, but mostly it's history. Um, so if you're into that, come check me out over at canuckonomicon.libsyn.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, where I'm often talking about wrestlers or talking to these guys. Yeah. You know, I may have to start listening to past episodes and all that, because I'm sure Canadian history is a lot less depressing than American history, so... No. Oh, is it not? <laughs> it's almost worse, because we, like, buried most of ours. Oh, oh please. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you about the American school system. Nothing happened from 1865 until World World War One. <laughs> Pretty much, we were just oh, farmers. World War One. Try peace. 1970. Western expansion. Yeah, you've you've seen Western movies, right? All historically accurate, and nothing else happened. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, cowboys. Cowboys are what happened. Yeah. Oh, and if you're in California, you learn all about the gold rush. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yes. And if I actually just finished a two parter on Joe Clon or Klondike Joe Boyle. Who that's actually one of her happier two parters because it's about a guy who uh, makes a bunch of money in the Yukon and then seduces the Queen of Romania. So yeah, that's the one I actually heard. I was like, yeah, go Canada. (laughs) 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 But yes, thank you for joining us. And of course, you may already know this, but you're listening to everything I learned from movies. But what you may not know is my wife is also an amazing artist. She is. She is. Oh shit, that's me! <laughs> yes, you can find all of my art over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I have watercolor prints up. I have enamel pins designed by me and the fabulous Steve here. He hey. designed our amazing Robo Panda enamel pin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got all kinds of fun stuff. If you're looking to buy something for the holidays, I don't know when this is. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is like a week before Christmas. Then it may not get there in time. If you're looking for something for New Year's or Hanukkah, though, <laughs> Valentine's is coming up. <laughs> Valentine's Birthdays, Day is coming up. All kinds of gifts. I'm... Remember, guys, the Christmas season goes for the twelve days after Christmas, not the twelve days before. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you might still be able to get it in. I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm gonna have sales running in the shop all through into the next year, so you'll be able to get a great deal. If for some reason I'm not running some sort of amazing promotion, you can use promo code EILFM for twenty percent off in my shop. And orders over $35 ship free. Speaking of other places that ship free, Steve, what if my house smells like cat? It does. You might want to go to (laughs) frankieandmurr.com for the finest in aromatherapy and essential oils. But if you use the code UNTIDY, (gasps) you get 15% off your order. And they also have free shipping over $35. It's pretty awesome to load up your thing and watch the shipping disappear. Load up your cart. One of my favorite smells for uh, overcoming that wonderful aroma that is cat is the Hooray for Hollywood. It's Palo Santo and marjoram. It's herbally. It's earthy. They use a fair trade, ethically sourced Palo Santo oil, which just smells like warm and woodsy and absolutely amazing. It lingers without being crazy overpowering. Yeah, it just it feels magical. It makes you just feel centered and awesome and forget that your pet's shit in a sandbox in the corner of your room. That's going to be the, that's going to be the, uh, a triple X four. It's going to be a black market of Palo Santo oil. The, Ooh. the blood Palo Santo oil. Oh no, they're harvesting our sacred forests. That's right. 
Uh, are you sure they're not going to be using sandalwood? It's also harvesting our sacred forest, but one of them they have to shoot in Israel, the other one they get to shoot in Brazil. So where do you think they're going to go? Ooh, Neymar. Ooh, oh, the return shit. of Neymar the cyborg. Yeah. Which one would they have to shoot in India? Probably patchouli. Uh, yeah, patchouli <laughs> is in India. Sweetgrass is in India. Saffron? I yeah. think Murray. Those is are in the India? ones they're going to use because India's got like such a huge population. If you shoot your movie there, it's almost guaranteed to make money. Or in China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or in China. Yep. Uh, China's got the aloes wood. That's super endangered right now. There you go. All these, all these fragrance harvesters in the black market, yeah. led by Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah, you know what's not endangered? Orange oil. <laughs> we make a lot of orange peels, it turns out, and it's really easy to get oil out of them. Orange oil is yep. awesome. And orange oil can deter termites. This is brought yes. to you by the Orange Oil Institute. <laughs> Just Use because... the special code UNTIDY to save 20... 20- Just because I get a kickback from the Orange Oil Association of America doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> I get no kickbacks. Uh, you just made the argument that everybody in the Alberta government makes every day. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a true patriot. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm some guy that just showed up on Twitter one day and said, hey, can I be in your show? And they were like, yeah. Yeah, that's how it works, guys. Yeah, exactly. That's all you got to do. Hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, everybody. Catch you on the flip side. See me coming. I know, I know. I know you're saying a little something. I know, I know. I know your mouth is still running. I know, I know. All smiles when I come in. When I step up in the spot, is he a thugger Is he a juggernaut? No, I'm an astronaut. Nose all in the clouds. Y'all think I'm too proud. Got to stay above the crowd. How you fuckers like me now? Some of y'all start to smile. Some of y'all start to frown. Some of y'all back up. Four niggas start to clown. Now I got to act up. Kind of like Bobby Brown. Better come from back up when I shut this lobby down. When will you realize the cycle will continue? Do commercials for Haterade, boy. Is it in you? Hate to see me coming. Rich as Philip Drummond. Me and my lady, Superman and Wonder Woman. He think he the shit. The shit think he me. So come smell mine. I bet it don't stink. I am the link. The food and the drink. The color in the Kool-Aid. The nigga in the meat. Don't trip. Thank you.